When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard podcast with Alex Rampernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt and Andy Rampernard. Dave Schrader will join us. And I got a special surprise guest in the second hour, do we? Mm-hmm. Surprise! What? Surprise Ooh, guest. What? We're I'm not, not telling, telling you. you who it is. You're <laughs> out of the mix. <laughs> Somebody. We we'll take a break and be right back, kick things off with the family and the Tom Bernard podcast. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. 
Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Dick, I do. I like this music. Do you think your father would wear these Godfather high tops? <laughs> what? He wouldn't wear a high top if you high know. top. Charlie from Albuquerque says a keto Godfather high tops to accent your hundred dollar tux that you wore at the hundred dollar tux at the. Net. <laughs> See, people don't realize that, and and they talked about it in the paper, and everybody thought I, that they were insulting me. But yeah, when I was a, I was elected to the National Radio Hall of Fame, I wore a one hundred dollar tux that I found. It wasn't that Goodwill, but it was someplace like that. It was well, an I mean, Amazon tux, wasn't why it? Why buy an expensive tuxedo if you're going to wear it one time? one time? Right. I think you just bought exactly. an Amazon tux. I think it was an Amazon mm-hmm. tux. It was a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Was it the T-shirt with the tux printed no. right on it? No, it actually yeah, it was, it was a whole suit. It was. It was, it was a whole he looked thing. nice. Yeah. Indeed, I wasn't yeah, so embarrassed to have him. And then I found out uh, that if that if we that stay in, if we stay on the trend of the, all the people that were put in, that about ninety percent of the people in radio are assholes. So there you go. Not the friendliest people I've ever been around. I will tell you that. What was that guy's name when he he does a law talk on weekends or something? What the hell's his name again? Somebody law on the law. The it's blah 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 on the law. He's on. I think he's on 11:30 a.m. 105.7 FM. I think the old K Talk. I think so. Yeah. 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 He took over for no. Rosenbaum, right? I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Have, but he was in it, and he well, was it's not on the law. That much is true. It's, God, what is his name? And then uh, John Landecker from from uh, W. John Records Landecker. What a prick that guy! Really, no oh, kidding. God, what a prick! See, I grew up in Chicago, so I have I a know. different. Every radio show host I ever reached out to growing up would call me back. Oh, there you see, Lujak, Steve Dahl, um, Wally Phillips, yep. R- Roy Leonard, uh, Jonathan Brandmeier. So they were all great, and <clears> they were very. Nice people. I've met you. You, you know, relatively nice guy. So yeah, it all works out. Yeah. Are you well, about handle on the law. Handle on the law. Yep. Oh, that's he's on AM six forty. Oh, is AM six forty? Is that is. in town here? Uh, There's an AM six forty here. KFI AM. Oh, oh that's yeah. in that's no, that's in, in LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the United States, but well, yeah, I'm sure he's got a bunch of uh, sister stations and such. But uh, yeah, Landecker, uh, not not friendly. Now. Jonathan Brandmeier has always been very, very friendly. Right. Larry Lujak could not have been more friendly. Right. When he was still alive, obviously, no longer with us, unfortunately. But one of the greats of all time. Mm-hmm. Steve Dahl and I have been friends for 20 years. So, I mean, you're right. Those guys are great guys. It's just it was a really weird day. Hmm. It was just odd. I don't know. It's just Some people can't handle things like that. I still haven't seen a single picture. Of what? That day when you were. Who took them? No idea. Nobody has any that. idea where yeah, okay. any of them Didn't you post them? I thought I remembered seeing pictures. I could have. Yeah. I, I haven't seen. There were all these pictures that you should this follow this professional woman. Have you met her? Her? <laughs> right. She does a if lot of posts. She posts them on Twitter. Days, I have just a thought. no interest nah. on going on Twitter okay. ever. I'm going to read you a story that you aren't going to like, Catherine and Alex. But oh, goody. What are you going to do? 
In February, Jean Barreto, or Jean Barreto, depending on how they want to pronounce it. Je, je. A stop to gas up his dirt bike at the Wawa station in Osceola County, Florida. Moments later, he was tackled from behind by a sheriff's deputy. Additional deputies arrived, and one deputy uh, deployed his taser while Beretta was on the ground. Unfortunately for Beretto, the taser sparked and ignited gasoline and yeah. caused a fireball oh. that left Beretta with third-degree burns over 75% of his body. Yeah, that'll happen when he, you make a spark near gas. He tased him and set him on fire. That's not good. Holy <laughs> No. Three deputies were also injured, one with uh, burns over half his body per the Orlando Sentinel. Ten weeks later, Beretto's still in the hospital, and his family's oh, yeah. attorneys have requested intervention from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Uh, and U.S. Department of Justice saying police have withheld vital information, including body camera footage. Yeah, why would you shoot a taser at a gas station? Well, it's better than discharging a gun, and I guess if you're trying to stop somebody... I suppose. Actually, guns won't ignite gasoline. Right, but they'll kill. And we're trying to stay away from killing people at this point in uh, law enforcement. I think I'd rather be shot than have 75% of my body be third-degree burns, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be a little hard to Let handle. Let me think. It sounds pretty unpleasant. <laughs> Which one? It's, uh, there's, it's really one of those no-win situations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? yeah, that's that's it. It's yeah. a no-win situation. You know, it disrupts your electrical pattern, right? Yeah. It, it does things to you. So I get that. But I want to know how these guys that are on drugs... That have three different cops hit him with three different tasers, and the guy keeps coming. Yeah. I know that's amazing. I mean, yes. that, that defies the logic of physics, right? Because I, if it's if it's <clears throat> tightening all your muscles and dropping you, three different discharges at you at the same time. How does that not just? I guess there's some. There are some drugs that will. That it screws up your well system so much that it doesn't wow. work. I've heard that. Well, and not even drugs. I had a friend in high school whose brother is bipolar and they didn't know it yet he had his first manic episode and he was tased twice by police and he just kept running around in this parking lot that's amazing and he was like too much dopamine he was like 17 years old and he was just like didn't even feel it i I understand the chemical imbalance but again yeah you would just think the muscle how would you not just i know some people they get hit with it i've seen the videos where those like 300 pound guys get hit with it and they defecate themselves, hitting well, the, the ground. Well, the oh. making noise with her phone. What it's a Cassie, Cassie. How did it ever happen? She said it was Bill Handle, Handle on the Law. Yeah. Yeah, Handle yeah. on Bill Handle. The taser yeah. itself, the electrical current, only goes off for a very short period of time. So once the current is gone, your muscles stop contracting. But for a normal person, once the contraction happens... It's like the worst muscle ache you've had in your life times a million. It's the pain that keeps people down. It's the taser workout. So when you're on drugs or something like that, if you don't feel pain, then that part isn't going to do anything. So you will get shocked. Your muscles will tense up very briefly. But then after that, nothing will happen. You know, one of my favorite things back back in the day, I used to lift a lot of of weights with a lot of uh, uh, prison guards, cops, things like that. And I actually had a friend named Dale. I won't say his last name, but Dale was a very big, very muscular guy. So any new thing they got at the Stillwater prison, they tested on him. (laughs) I think every cop needs to be tased and pepperballed before they can... uh, Just to feel what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can ask Officer Dave. Here's my favorite one before we move on to Officer Dave. So Dale lined up. They had a new uh, rubber ball cannon that they wanted to try out. 
That'll break so, a rib. Oh, I wish I had one of those. So when they wanted to shoot him with it, he goes, wait a second. Just wait a second. Let me stand aside. Just shoot the wall, you know, the brick wall behind mm-hmm. him, the block wall. He goes, just shoot the wall. I just want to see how hard it hits the wall. It took a chunk out of the concrete. He yeah. goes, nope. There's a reason not. it's called less lethal and not non-lethal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Less lethal, not yeah. non-lethal. You know, if there was ever a cop that needed to be shot with a rubber ball, it's Officer Dave. No question about it. He's like, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> I've, I've seen his OnlyFans page. He has been a few times. Mm, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I still will never get over that day when you walked in there to look on Dave's face when the first thing oh, yeah. we saw was a gigantic gun. Oh, it's like, everybody run. <laughs> Homecoming Queen's gun. Yeah, and then his pistol, too. Like his arms were monstrous. That's what caught my attention. He, he walked some, in. Incredible Burster the door. He's kind of a Jack Reacher kind of guy. Yeah, that's what that's is. all about. What's up, Officer Day? What's the latest? Uh, okay. Yeah, I might. I figure I might as well answer the questions you're asking about the taser. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So wait a minute, guy, Officer Dave. This, this is media. A, we don't need logic and real <laughs> answers. We'll make up yeah, our own. Oh, we just lie. Yeah. 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 My mistake. I heard you can cook mistake. an egg with one of those tasers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> sure, give it a try. See how that works out for you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the taser lasts five seconds. Yeah, not okay. a whole lot of time because so, otherwise it'll cook your I, muscles. Right. Mm-hmm. Generally, generally, that's all it takes to bring someone down to the ground. The problem is, is that when they deploy a taser from a distance, if both probes are not yep. in the person does nothing you know like yeah or the probes are too close together mm-hmm. or it's ineffective where what you want an ideal shot would be in the chest and upper thigh you know oh, between okay. like between the groin and the knee that's very um, specific because that's going to send that <laughs> through the body the first probe comes the first probe comes out straight. The second one is, I think, like a 15-degree down angle. Um, so it's it's to get those probes farther apart. If they're fired too close together and three different officers deployed their taser, it's a pretty fair shot that, one, the taser's malfunctioned, which happens very all too often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two... Those one probe probably didn't hit the. That's why the guy kept could keep moving, is that all three of those guys were had got one probe into the guy, but not two probes into the guy. So okay. yeah, it's that's a very simple way that that can can happen. Well, apparently um, the failure rate of a taser is forty percent. Really? So they're not oh, great. That's not very good. Yeah. People are always like, oh, why yeah. don't they just tase the guy? Well, because there's a forty percent chance it wouldn't have done anything, that's why. Exactly where it malfunctions. Yeah, they're not we're supposed good. we're supposed to Yeah. We're supposed to spark test them once when we start our rotation. So this morning when I came to work I spark tested everything worked as it's supposed to. Um now, who knows, but in 14 years, 15 years of doing this job, I've never, ever even pointed my taser at anyone, never even took it out of the holster for anyone, because I've never had to. <laughs> it's just kind of, I good. show up and people calm down. I don't know why. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. Very know. common, little fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> you threw the little fella back at me. I like it. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. That's, so that's the deal. And if the guys at the gas, you know, were deploying a taser at a gas station, yeah, they might deserve to lose their job. Yeah, on that's that deal. pretty bad. Or the guy caught hmm. Yeah. Well, because what is the voltage so, of a taser? It's pretty opinion. high, right? Fifty. 50,000 volts. 50, oh! That sounds bad. <laughs> but honestly, Tom, I've, I've been tased in training because, you know, they like to show the small people how it affects them and the large people how it affects them. <laughs> yes, I see. <laughs> you know, and it's like, basically, honestly, I would, you could tase me seven days a week and twice on Sundays before I let you spray me with pepper spray. Oh, I bet. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah that stuff I is bet. brutal, I hear. Well, it gets your lungs. Yep. It gets yep. everything. Your you just, eyes. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Have you seen yep. that? Have you seen that footage? Everything. They. It was big a couple of years ago. They were showing the guy that was running at the cop, and he deploys the. He warns him a couple of times, and then deploys the taser, and the guy screams. He sounds like a little girl, literally, just says ah, and he hits the ground, and he goes, "You got me in the nuts!" And oh. one of the oh. one hit him in the thigh, the other one anchored off and hit him. In the th- and the cop is laughing hysterically. As he's, I'm so sorry. I'm so, don't run at a cop next. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the crotch. Oh, oh God, if one goes in the thigh, yeah, that'll go right through all the nerves in that area. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yep. And I've, well, the times I've been tased for training, they've always shot me in the back, basically, because I have this big target. You know, mm-hmm. they get, things get to, the uh, probes get to spread pretty good on my back before they can act. But, yeah, you'd be um, terrible in a paintball league. Yeah, really. Yeah, think about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I would. There's a reason I don't do those things. He can't yeah, hide. Yeah. He can't. Listen, I think, I think if you really serve the people as a police officer, you'd take one in the nuts, too, just to know what it feels like. Yeah. Why don't you come on in? Let's do okay, this. Right Let's after, try it out. I'll, right I'll take the Bernard, shot for you. Right after right. you, this right after right after you after Bernard. This is taking a dark turn. <laughs> That'd be great. The next morning of the KQ Morning Show. Yeah, so anyway, we uh, got some stuff going on. Voice goes up a little bit. You Candace know. wonders what the smell of burning bacon is coming yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Uh, so when you when you coming in again, Pally? When do you want me to? I think Any? I'd be free probably maybe next week. Anytime. Come Monday on. You're, you're always welcome to come in, pal. You know that. Oh, you're the best. Oh, by the way, it's I'll Michael. I'll see what I can make work. It's Michael Bryant's birthday today. Isn't that nice? Happy Aww. birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. I think you should have, like, next time you have a celebrity guest in studio, you should have Officer Dave show up and ask to speak to him. Just come in the door and go, I'm here for uh, Johnny Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see the expression <laughs> on the look on the face. Yeah. Just open the door and then stand there without yeah. saying anything for the rest of the show. I like it. That works. My arms folded. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, Pally. Well, come on. We'll see you next week. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Officer Dave. I'll let you know. All right. You bet, guys. Love you all. Love you too, Pally. Bye. Bye. See, that's the first time in my life that a six foot six, three hundred and eighty pound all muscle man ever told me he loved me. All muscle man. (laughs) He is very muscular. I will tell you that. (laughs) Like Dave just said, those arms of his are like Christ. Honest God, he 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 is built bigger than that guy who plays Reacher. Yeah, he's oh, a monster. Well, yeah, I'd say so. I don't know how big the guy is that plays Reacher, but they make him look like a monster. Six four. 
Yeah, he's a big fella. Six he four. Mm-hmm. We but just yeah, finished he's the, just so wide. We finished that first season last night. What an ending that uh, first season yeah. had. Holy did you watch it? No, I haven't. I just watched oh. I, I he was on the T V show Titans. Yeah, right. Uh, Teen Titans. He played Hawk. Yep. Teen and, Titans? Yeah, well they don't You're it, watching it based, Teen all Titans. The remake. Well it was based on the Teen <laughs> Titans, but they're all remake. adult, edgy. Yeah. Like oh, the first edgy. episode, Robin's adult, beating adult somebody Titans. up in the in the alleyway and the guy goes you ain't so bad. Where's your Batman? And he pushes the guy through the window and then goes, F Batman. Well, and that's how they start off. And they, So it's a much grittier, oh. much more violent, dark series. Okay. Because you watching Teen Titans sounds a little girl I have fan. kids. you got to realize I do watch the cartoon Teen Titans, and most of the time my kids are with me. Most, most of the time. Most of the time. But then you get invested. Yeah. And you're like, i got to watch this. Exactly. Did you guys see uh, Geraldo's big news? No. He, too, has seen a UFO. Well, but he was on ecstasy at the oh. time. Oh, that's not why would you come forward and mention that? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, to just to stay relevant. Just to stay relevant. How is he relevant? Yeah. He kind of lost all credibility when he blew through the Capone <clears throat> vaults and found a, a Coke bottle. Yeah, that didn't help him. Yeah, no. he kind of disappeared for a while mm-hmm. after that. He's, I don't get his popularity. He is I such a pompous. Never dick. understood and either. Yeah, just such a schmuck. I remember when he was. Did you remember when he was sitting, uh, squaring off with Charles Manson? And Manson was kind of giving him these veiled threats. And he's like, I'm not afraid of you, Charlie. I'm not afraid of you. And for God's of course not. He's in prison, you moron. But I wouldn't want to piss off a guy who's still got people on the outside. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Remember the celebrities they already killed, Geraldo? You might want to back down a little yeah. bit. I know. Well, he's yeah. didn't. Did he get any? He got some <clears throat> fame by doing some war correspondence, maybe. He's Yeah, he's he did quite a bit of that. And then he had the daytime talk show that. What was it? He had the the uh, white supremacists on it and brought out some, I think, Jewish people and people of color. And this huge melee started. And one of them picked up a chair and threw it and it hit him right in the face. And he just started gushing blood. Oh. And, uh, yeah, the footage is still online. But, yeah, he, you know, he's been part of this controversy for a while. But he, he takes himself a lot more seriously, I think, than his contemporaries do in the world of journalism. Hmm. When Maury Povich rolls his eyes at you, you know you're not in the best place. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually have That's, shocking news. What? what? I saw a dinosaur. I was asleep, but I saw, <laughs> I saw a dinosaur. Thank you, Geraldo Jr. Uh, do tell. <laughs> Just making fun of Geraldo. Uh, yeah, why would he it come was forward? plastic that I saw. Why would you admit you were high I and you saw a UFO? Know. I mean, that's not. And that doesn't help his credibility no. that he does ecstasy. No. No. Mm. And it doesn't help. That, then people wonder why the government's not more transparent because idiots like this come forward. And then you've got a congressman who's now come forward saying, that, that whole thing was a joke. Of course we've got down craft and blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't know that. It's, again, all online speculation so, and stories. For people that don't know what's going on, like Alex. Yep, mm-hmm. no idea. Explain. So they, in the first time in 50 years, they had a congressional meeting regarding UFOs, UAPs, as they're now called, unidentified aerial phenomena, because UFOs is too kitschy, right? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had this huge meeting, and who was it? They had uh, um, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray and Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security Ronald Moultrie are heading this bureau. Okay. And they were basically talking. I thought it was really well done. There's a lot of people barking about it. And they're like, they didn't tell us anything. Well, they're telling you that we're now looking into this and why. And I love the fact that the politicians that were there were taking it seriously. They had great pointed questions. They asked about the uh, nuclear shutdown that took place when Kraft flew over 
turned off 10 of our missile silos. And you see uh, Scott Bray and, and Ronald Moultrie, and they both get this kind of look, and they're like, well, you know, we're not really familiar with that story. And the congressman that asked him goes, well, I think you'd be that. I mean, this is all about protection for our country, right? And and potential threats. Yeah, if there's a flying <laughs> electromagnetic pulse And they're able there. to shut yeah. down our stuff. We should know about that. Bad. And they're like, well, you know, we... We, we would have to be uh, given the task that he goes, well, how exactly, what is the protocol? And they're like, well, somebody important would have to say this, you know, this really needs to be looked into. And the congressman goes, well, I mean, I'm kind of important and I'm telling you, I think we need to look into this. And they're like, all right, we'll look into it. But that was like the only levity moment. But the rest of it was very well thought out. I, I liked what they had to say. And there were some questions that they said, we'll have to talk about that in the next session because this was the public session. Then they shut down and then they went behind doors to talk more about the threat. And people were all bent out of shape. Well, we should know. No, they explained exactly why. And that is, we can't tell you how we detect these things because then we're showing our hand to our enemies on how we can detect okay, now, certain things that they might be sending our but way. But yeah? if, this, if this is true mm -hmm. and you have an advanced species of some kind that can actually travel all mm -hmm. the way to mm -hmm. Earth. Don't you think they already know what we have? Don't you think their tech right, is Right, but it's quite not them superior? that's questioning us. It's the rest <laughs> of America that wants to know, well, how do we know this? What are we doing to track oh. it? And they're like, we can't say that out loud because then our enemies would know how we track certain right. things and where we get our <laughs> oh, intel. Oh, yeah. And we can't say this. And they were very cautious. It's not cautious. about the aliens. It's about right. our enemies on the ground. Right. Oh, okay. And they were very cautious to say we're not saying this is alien in any way, shape, or form. We're just saying we don't know what this craft is. Oh, okay. When you've got a, a wingless craft with no propulsion, we can't. We don't know what's happening. And there, and then they were barking about the fact that they showed this one really small clip of video uh, from uh, I think it was a Navy pilot who happened to take out like his phone and videotaped this silver ball came zipping up and then took off. And they're like, there was better footage. Well, they've already showed us all the gimbal footage of the Tic Tacs. So we've seen some of the best footage that's ever existed. The government's released it to us. Mm -hmm. um, I just think it was great that they're finally taking it seriously and that they're appropriating money for this so that they can do it. And they're talking about protocol and how are we going to punish morons out there making false claims? We need to be aware of that. And they're like, yep, that's something we're putting together. So overall, I thought it was really well done. I, I liked what they had to share. I liked that they were kind of loose about it and, and it had a little fun. And one congressman goes, I have a question, Mr. Moultrie. Uh, beforehand, we were talking about the fact you're a, you're a sci-fi fan. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how big? And he goes, well, listen, I like a balance of both science and science fiction. I mean, I've been to a few conventions. I can't say that I've dressed up for all of them. And the guy goes, I think that's the weirdest thing we've heard here today, that you can't admit that you've not dressed up for all of them. Does that mean a few of them? But they were very, uh, very informative. They had some great information with what they could say at this point. I think that's a good first stepping sort of 50 years to acknowledge we do have a problem. And well, this needs to be looked into. Well, it makes me feel a little uneasy that if if our enemies have technology like that, mm -hmm. that our intel hasn't picked up on, that's crazy well, to that's me. That's what they're saying. We yeah. have to look at this as a threat and not necessarily from outer space or interdimensional, mm -hmm. but who has this technology and what are they doing with it? And, what, you know, now we just broke the sound barrier. What was it? Uh, it was subsonic. We have a subsonic new uh, pilotless craft, I guess, that's very accurate. The, the Chinese, I think, last year shot theirs off and showed how fast it went. And it went five times the sound of speed and could hit with accuracy. 
So if they had that on a speed ship. Speed of sound. Yeah, or what I say? Light? Sound of speed. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, is that a thing? I don't know. The sound of speed. <laughs> Could yeah. be? Well, if you've ever seen somebody on speed, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But the, this craft can go five times the speed of sound oh. and still hit things accurately with missiles. Can yes. people be in something like that? No, they're, they're oh, drones. Oh, okay. Which is what they believe these craft, these alien Tic Tacs are probably drones or they're mapping or watching. And, and the fact that they were around an area where there's military installations mm, yeah. and they're seen there every day for what would they say six seven months why aren't we deploying planes after them and they said we have we can't catch them you can't catch them so and if you have something to their to their uh, fault as well if, if we've got something that can do that do we challenge because what are they going to do if we piss it off yeah. right, right you know we have to take a break be right back in just a couple of minutes the tom bernard show with the family Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan's Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like suburban manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Here I am humming a song, and you guys are schmoozing. You know? Tom, I'm, I'm starting to realize your cynicism listening to your family. I know. It's There's these amazing drops you can put in your eyes that allow you to see and not need glasses. Well, let's let other people burn their retinas out first. <laughs> yeah. 
Santa sorry. Claus. Mm, let yeah. me see that fat ass get down the chimney in our house. Yeah, there you negativity go. on this end of the table. I know. It's oh, I've been I'm putting sorry. up with it for 42 years. What comes years. to my eyes, I'm not messing yeah, with them. Yeah, really. I, don't, I barely proven, even trust eye drops. Well, you just tested in one eye, Catherine. That's why God gave <laughs> yeah. you two. One bird's out, you got another one. Viewity eye drops. Yeah, I saw a commercial for those. I guess they work. Well, so what the problem is is not for us. Anybody below the age of, I think it's like forty, is good for it. Yeah, you need reading glasses before forty. You got a problem. A lot of people at thirty need reading glasses. Yes, I can. Oh, Dan definitely needs horrible eyes. I can read just fine. Dan a hundred percent needs reading glasses, and he will not admit it. I didn't need him until I was in my mid fifties, and he's like. Because I always say that he, because I know the books that he reads, you know, to the kids sometimes. Like, I know the words to them, and he says the wrong words. And he's like, it's because it's dark in their rooms at night. And yeah, I'm like, no, it's it not. It's because you need reading glasses. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever been to the eye doctor in the 10 years we've been together? No. Oh, you should go oh, yeah, in every year. I know. Yeah. Well, he's a he doctor's could, he could kid. have something wrong with his eyes if he's that's a the problem. doctor's kid. They don't go to the doctor. Doctors don't go and doctor's that's kids no, don't No, they go. don't. And that nurses are also worse at uh, taking care of themselves. I know. It's ridiculous. Like one of my friend's fathers is a doctor. And Does that he make you nervous? just had several like heart episodes, a lung episode. And it's like, yeah, he wouldn't mm. want to go to the doctor. Yeah, I wonder. Now I'm slipping into their cynicism on this end. If they're afraid to go to the doctors, yeah, do they know that you know, these guys don't know what they're doing. That's why they call it practice, Tom. <laughs> well, I was at the doctor with various members of my family three times last week and the week before. So I'm yeah all for You're going to the doctor in. when you need to. Well, it's a to. good thing you did, too, because strep throat is nothing to mess with. It's all dialed in and ready to Except go. for <laughs> Fawn was tested for strep twice, and she tested negative. So I didn't even need to bring her in the two but times you know what? that I did. It's worth I know it is. Yes, yeah. a peace of mind. Yes. When I was reading about, I mean, I, I know about this. It's called pandas, P-A-N-D-A-S. It's a sudden onset of obsessive compulsive disorder or tics after strep. Oh, what? Yeah, I've and it's something that pans is it without strep. It just all of a sudden happens. And then pandas is when it's after strep. And it's something that can happen because I was... I talked to a couple of my friends about Sage having some, like, anger stuff with his antibiotics. Like, twice a day, he was having, like, screaming, crying Mm -hmm. fits. (laughs) He was being defiant all the time. And I was just like, this is not his... Yeah. I was like, this is not his personality. What is going on? And somebody was like, oh, it might be pandas. And I was like, no, you have to have... It has to be, like... Sudden obsessive compulsive disorder. See, I'm glad that I didn't have all of this information when you were little. Well, but it's interesting. Social media, it's like all the things that can be wrong. But I'm not the type of person to like, (laughs) it's probably that. I'm usually like, nah, it's fine. I just don't want to know about it. But he didn't have antibiotics for the first day yesterday. Didn't have a single fit and was a wonderful boy all day. Was it amoxicillin? Mm -hmm. Was it the pink stuff? Mm-mm. Oh, it didn't have. They took the pink out of it. Oh, okay. They just took the pink out with tweezers. Yeah. <laughs> well, they stopped adding don't the dye that anymore. I, yeah, I don't say. know. Why it had it's just pink. white now. Oh, okay. I know. But yeah. That's so we don't offend anybody. <clears throat> yeah. If it's just one color. Oh, pink is for girls. Uh, blue is for boys. Well, and I. Don't you get that. the blueberry flavor, child. I Deal will. I'm patting myself on the back though because I am horrible with medications and vitamins and stuff like that. Horrible at giving them. Ten days. He needed it twice a day, and he only missed two doses. Good. Oh, it's like. Oh no, I can't. Yeah. If I have to take something three times a day, I'm like, that. It's not going to happen. 
<laughs> Three times a day is unreasonable. Three times a day is ridiculous. You're going to be lucky if I'm going to... Three times a day is unreasonable. <laughs> it is. I, have, I have a handful I have to take in the morning, a handful in the afternoon, and yeah. a handful at night. Yeah, I take some stuff when I wake up, some stuff when well, I go to bed, but... But in the middle of the day, yeah, but you're, that's you're easy to remember. Something. Yeah, in the yeah like when you day, wake up, yeah. you do it. Well, that's and then if happen. you have ADHD like me, and you have <laughs> problems with object permanence, and you mm. put your vitamins in the cupboard, and then you just yeah, forget that, that they the exist, <laughs> then you don't take them. Because yep. I don't take any medications. I don't have it. Time for those glass cabinet doors. Or like the well, fridges. The fridges that have a list of like what's on the front of the fridge. That would be really nice. Sometimes I'll take the pill. I'll get up. I'll take the pills out of the bottle and put them in my pocket because I don't have water. I'll go get water, and then they'll be in my pocket for the next six hours. <laughs> You're like, well, I forgot or, there. Or I'll go through the laundry. Object permanence. It's a thing. There you have it. i got to read you something. I, I think people really need to go in their houses and lock the door and never come out. Oh, way ahead of you. People have lost <laughs> yeah, their minds. Andy's Did you hear the last one? Birth. McDonald's and, and Wendy's? No. What? Somebody uh, wants to sue McDonald's and Wendy's because the hamburgers they show on TV are bigger than the ones that they sell. That is true. False advertising. It's not untrue. It's yeah. not, well, they definitely have false advertising. It's like 5%. Who would even notice that? Oh, well, I don't, I don't like, believe that either. Have you gone in and gotten any kind of fast food? The, the, oh, yeah. The no. McDonald's hamburgers are barely over the size of, like, they're like double the size of a 50-cent piece. Yeah. What? They're oh, they're tiny. stupid. Oh, really? And that Burger King's even worse now. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. They've been shrinking them so they don't have to increase the price. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, if you know anybody that's ever worked in advertising for a food thing, it's like oh, they yeah. coat it in oil oh, for commercials to make it look good. Yeah. And what Johnny Carson did to Ed McMahon. Or, no, Ed McMahon did to Johnny Carson. I don't know. They were selling some ice cream on The Tonight Show. And there's Johnny. Oh, this is the greatest ice cream I've ever had. It's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, Ed McMahon walks into the frame and he goes, Take a bite of it, Johnny. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, take a bite of your yeah. ice cream. Oh, God. He goes, what are you what, what are you doing? And they start laughing and joking. And we go, apparently because the cameras and the lights are so hot over Wait, the cameras. Like styrofoam it was plastic or something? No, it was lard. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Eat an entire spoonful of lard. That would be good. Mm. Well, yeah, lard for sandwiches. For Sugar photographs, lard. a lot of them are plastic. They're, they're yeah, molded. They'll make them out of plastic yeah. versions. Yeah, they but do. If, if you've ever seen a restaurant with the soup that always has, like, the sprig of parsley or whatever yeah. in the middle, what they do is they fill the bowl with soup, they put a ramekin in there, and then they put the sprig of parsley on top of the ramekin. So oh. it looks like the soup is so thick that it can support a sprig of parsley, uh, but it's not. Tricky, How are they allowed tricky, to lie like tricky. that? I honestly don't know. You would think that I that know, would be false yeah, advertising. Yeah, that's a whole industry. Is it sure is photography of, of food. I yeah, mean, who do you think they are? Politicians. Oh, When's the last time you heard a politician <clears throat> tell the truth? The whole truth and nothing. Well, the last time I heard a politician. Well, good move. Say, Don't even mm, pay attention. Did you see that bag of 50-year-old McDonald's they found in their wall yes, at the house? They were, yes. The food looked like it did oh, when yeah, they no, bought it. I they know. had a receipt and everything. It was in a bag and it had been crammed in between drywall and they well, pulled I mean, it out. It's 99% salt. Salt doesn't go bad. So. Yeah, but the bread. Everything on it's it. It's still yeah. 99% salt. Yeah. Meat? Yeah, it's all salt. Well, Close yeah, to I mean, meat. That's gross. I yeah. mean, that's what they used meat to do. Meat adjacent. That's what they did for thousands of years to keep their stuff from Curing going bad. everything. Yeah, they would just <laughs> soak it in salt, basically, and oh, that would God. make it immune to bacteria. Well, that's, that's like... still what they're doing. Dan loves Jimmy John's. Jimmy and John's I think pretty it's, good. I think it's like... 
good, but it's, yeah. okay, it's yeah. not like, oh, I need a Jimmy John sandwich, whatever. But like Me every too. time after I eat Jimmy John's, I'm so thirsty, yeah, like two hours later, salt. because it must be so salt. Even though I don't get, mine doesn't have meat on it, so I can't even imagine what ones with mm-hmm. meat on them must be like well, with they're salt. all bread anyway. The whole thing is bread. Firehouse well, that's subs. The whole firehouse thing. subs. Firehouse those are oh yeah, Dan best. loves. Yep. He would take a firehouse sub over Jimmy John's. Any day, but it's harder in, uh, to get to. We have them up here. Yeah. Oh yeah. We do. Yeah. They yeah. just opened up one uh, right up by me in Apple Valley. Oh. There's one on 176th. And I believe it's owned by firemen, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. yeah like their profits go like to yeah. Report or something. I don't and know. it is some of the best you'll ever eat. We had one yeah, right had next one to our house in yeah in West Palm Beach. I can't eat there. No. Because they don't don't have anything other than like pepper sandwich for vegetarians. That makes sense. They're firefighters. Pepper, pepper sandwich. <laughs> they would, raw meat. I'd be violently ill. They yeah, don't. Need, exactly. I didn't. Last I checked, they didn't even have like a tuna salad. But maybe they do now. Yeah, I was just thinking, honest to God, that the reason I didn't know about this McDonald's and Wendy's thing, the last time I had a McDonald's or a Wendy's hamburger, and I'm, I don't avoid it, I just never eat there yeah, for some once reason. Once a year, maybe. For me. I, I bet you it's been 10 years since I've had a McDonald's hamburger. McDonald's, I don't even remember the last time. Yeah, it's probably longer than that, actually. It might have been... I could be 10, 15 years, something like that. I just, and it's not that I don't like them. I just never go through the drive-thru. I don't go to any of those fast food places because I just, I don't know why I don't. Actually, I have a, truth. I like their breakfast. you feel like crap. After. I don't know why, but every once in a while, and it tastes terrible, and I still eat it. It's an Arby's. Junior oh, roast beef, yeah. but with both sauces on it. Mm-hmm. It has to have both the horsey sauces. Horsey sauce is pretty good. Horsey's in the, the Arby sauce. sauce. Every once in a while, it's like, I just got to have one of those. So I just saw something, you know, I was literally driving around just such a nice day. Just, between the two shows, I go for a drive once in a while just for the hell of it, just to get out of the building. And I was driving around North Minneapolis. That's a great today. place to go. Well, I go there over there all the time. Just all the great, the great well, memories of the 40 different houses I lived in over there. So most of them have been torn down now. But Great memories. <laughs> so I take, I'm on 21st and Bryant Avenue North because yeah. we used to the 22, 25 Bryant Avenue North. We lived there, I think, for about 10 minutes, but, you know, it was one of those deals. I'm driving up, and I see this gigantic vehicle. It's like an SUV, but it's it looks more, it's like, does a Jeep make a gigantic, or is that one of those Hummer deals? Hummer, probably. Mm, I've seen a Jeep that looks like a super badass. There's one dark, yeah, like a big, that's really yeah, big, but most of them are Hummers, but it's... So this guy's yeah, got, his, I mean. got his Hummer or whatever the hell it is in the middle of the road, and he's got his lights blinking. So I look and I go, well, there's no way I can get around that guy. I'm going to have to back up and get the hell out of here. As I'm backing up, two guys come out, and they start fist fighting what? because he won't move his car. Yeah. They start That's when punching. you pull up the phone and start videotaping and sell it to one of the local TV stations. Yeah. 1500 bucks a second. These guys are beating the piss really? out of each other because he wouldn't move his vehicle. <laughs> Some of them, they pay for footage yeah, they sure of do. that stuff. Yeah. Really? So it gets the views. Yeah. Would, it, mm-hmm. would it have been racist? They were all black. A white man taking advantage, making money off of black people's misery? No, they could don't be. really care could about ter- that. Yeah, I'm just going to step back quietly. And <laughs> there that you one. go. See, that's yeah. what the whole problem Ruminate. <laughs> you got right there. It all works out in the hey, end. Can I mention real quick, tonight I'm doing a special edition of my show, The Paranormal 60, mm-hmm. on YouTube. They can find it. Scott Walter is going to be on. He was on this show last I week. I know. Yeah, he was Terrific. just on. He, he was really has good. some of the most 
unbelievable ancient That's alien what artifacts. That's what he said, yeah. He allowed me to take pictures. We're going to talk about these artifacts today. We're going to show them online uh, during the show. If you guys are interested, there's a lot of false stuff out there. This guy has dated some of it. He's been able to. Oh, really? Oh, my God. God has? Yeah. Oh, really? So, oh, I, I don't want to give anything away, but watch tonight. If you're, if you're on the fence about aliens and their place in our culture, this is going to blow your mind. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it's very, very impressive. Yeah. Scott's a great guy. He's a yeah. very nice guy. Yeah, he's a good good guy. He's trying to get me to join that outfit he's with again. Me too. I think we should both go in and upset the apple cart. Do you think we should do it? Yes. What's it called again? Oh, we, we shouldn't say. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It's a, it's a special club. It band. rhymes with Shaluminati. Shal- <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Moonfall? No, I have not yet. Was it good? I thought it was good. It bombed at the box office. Critics hated it, but I watched it on an airplane. I want to know if anybody watched it on Who's a big screen. Patrick Wilson. Well, I like him. No, okay. Halle like, Berry. Oh, God, Ooh. I like everybody in it. Yeah, so it was an independent movie that cost like $160 million and they only made like $58 million. Oh, that's not good news. Moonfall? Yeah. It was, I thought it was actually pretty good. I mean. So it's a sci-fi movie? It's a sci- Yeah, the moon is a superstructure. You know what? There's mm-hmm. thoughts about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. They and just made a mistake with the title because Moonfall, I believe, was also a, uh, a James Bond movie. No, that was Moonraker. That Raker. was Moonraker. Yeah. Moonraker, well, close enough. I bet you people think it's just a redo of that movie. Well, there was a science fiction novel called Moonfall in 1998, which is apparently unrelated. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, see, that's the problem with, with the names like that. you got to be careful what you name Yeah, your, it's a pretty generic name, I'd it's say. It's very moonfall. generic. It's about the moon falling. Moonfall. I'll well, have to check it out. I don't know. I just, I thought, I'll I watch thought, it. I thought it was kind of interesting. I just thought it was interesting, you know. And the special effects were really pretty good. I was surprised that it got it didn't do anything at the box office. So it's about but it was, the never structure. Heard of the moon is yeah. a structure. But it was 2021, so that was, you know. That's no moon. That's COVID time, right so yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah. But you would still think the streaming would make a ton of money. Oh, so the moon is a is a Death Star? No, it's a superstructure. Right. Somebody's here. It's not. It was made it by our ancestors. It was made by our ancestors. I heard it only kills Australians. That's what I heard. <laughs> no, they're safe. Oh, they're down no. under. Oh, oh, there he is. Look at this. There he Hi. is, ladies and gentlemen. Come on Thanks in, Brad. Here. Step on Dave Schrader, in. Dave Schrader, Brad Blanks. Brad, nice to meet you. Okay, you have some dog. headphones right there. Oh, no. He comes in and destroys the studio. This one? Yeah. I think so. Good to see everyone. All right, here we go. I thought of you today because I took a drive over on Plymouth Avenue. Oh, man. Majestic. Brad said he wanted to... What, about five years ago? Yep. He said, Tom, I want to drive through your old neighborhood to see where you grew up. I (laughs) said, no, you don't. He goes, yes, I do. I want to see it. Uh, So I put the top down on the Ford Mustang, and we're driving down Plymouth Avenue, and after about one mile, Brad said, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And Tom was so cocky. He was so Tom confident. Cook? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, they grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and everyone loved you. Oh, because the guy came running yeah. over to the car. Like, this is where right. I'm done. I'm going to get, I'm gonna get <laughs> He yeah, thought yeah. he was going to get killed. Two white guys driving around in a nice car. car. Right. I remember we had, yeah, we had people over at our old house, which was right next to North Minneapolis, and we wanted to go downtown to Bar La Grassa. We went down oh, okay. Broadway. Yep. And they're like, 
Where are you taking us? Where are we? And they were like really freaked out. They had never been through North Minneapolis before in their oh, lives. So, yes. but, so where, were, where were we exactly? Plymouth like, and Emerson. Oh, I'm going to look this up because I'm a big Google Map fan and I want to know where I was exactly. Is yep. there, is there a Plymouth shop? and Emerson in North Minneapolis. Plymouth and all right, good. Because Mickey's I'm, Liquors is right there. Don't on the go wherever. over there. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't go over there. Don't go over there by, by myself. And then someone go, geez, I had a really really good story about Brad Blake's until he went there and <laughs> until got, got murdered by himself. Well, well that the first thing Brad sees is we're driving down Plymouth Avenue from Washington down to Emerson. Uh, he's, he's looking across me because I'm driving. He's looking across me. He goes, what the hell is that? And I said, Brad, that's called a drug deal. Yeah. There are like five uh-huh. guys between two houses. Yeah, they, 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 they're pretty obvious in their drug yeah. deal. Yeah. Oh, you live yes. in Manhattan. You see they're, drug deals on the yeah, street all the you, you time. Yeah. But it's more covert. Yeah, it's not right. as just like, here's... Yeah. I just was amazed that the houses aren't connected. They're all yeah, standalone they're all, houses. Yeah, and they yeah. used to them down there. No, not even alleyway. It's like... No, right between the, the houses. The kids would just be walking. It's not illegal anymore. It hasn't been illegal in a long time. uh, It's the American way, Brad. It's It's free enterprise. Do more drugs, people. Do more drugs. That's very funny. Yeah, so all these guys kept coming around the car, and I would be laughing and joking. I'm looking over Brad. He's like... This is a convertible, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) He has no skin tone at all. He's like... Oh, yeah, so, yeah. That, that I, it made me a better man, and it was a privilege to drive around there. Yeah, was, so, yeah, we should yeah. have had a camera roll because it was like a bit we of a have. this is your life moment. Yeah, oh, this is, that's true. Yeah. Have Just a like, a, like a, a, 10 yards away from the drug deals where Tom learned to ride a bike. Yeah, this is, where, this is where I rode a bike. Yeah. Funny, the true. drug deal will still happen then. Too. Right. So, but I'm telling you, if you ever do that, ladies and gentlemen, the last thing you want to do is give them the impression that you're the least All bit right. uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. You're going to have a huge problem if that if they, they read that in you. Right. Yeah. yeah, so are you from Minneapolis? Well, I grew up in Illinois. I moved to Minneapolis when I was 20, uh, and I lived over on 5226 Irving Avenue. Over in North Minneapolis. Oh, rich people. Yeah, yeah, right. It was second nerving, man. That's like high tone. No, over yeah, there. we were kind of. I don't want to brag, but uh, I got my house for thirty-five grand twenty years ago. Oh, so it was pretty. Uh, oh God, you just it's sold probably for still worth that. No, hundred eighty-five thousand. It just sold for what? I know. Yeah. It's got to be that gentrification stuff. I don't understand it. Very quickly, I was. I've been watching Dragnet. Night that you, oh. you know, Jack Webb mm-hmm. and all the rest of them. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> this house, you are not going to believe this, but this beautiful house is unaffordable at $100,000. And then they show this gigantic mansion on like 10 acres of land in L.A. And he goes, and this house will cost you a cool $500,000. <laughs> that place got to be worth like $50 million yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, real estate, what a time to be oh, alive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Catherine, you're the real estate guru? Uh, yeah. No. No, right. <laughs> not anymore? Right. No, she goes, no. She no, got out no. before, the, the before all the rookies coming. got in and made money in the deal. <laughs> exactly. So we I got, prefer a down market. In the, <laughs> in the second hour, I'm glad you came in. But why are you in town, no, by no, the way? Uh, yeah, well, Nobody told get, me yeah, that you yeah, were coming to town. No, no, right. Nobody. Oh, right. No, well, I'm going to come into the show tomorrow. Uh, See, I'll nobody be, even told me you were coming in. Uh, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> just, I just love It's a long story that I'm here. Yeah. It, oh, it, it is? Yeah, it's just it's something you'll probably hang shit on me about. 
I'm no, not going to say a word. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. But you would, if I asked them today, I asked yeah. the producers today, why is Brad Blanks in town? They said, we didn't know he was coming to town. Okay, I told Candace. She, I asked her, and she said uh, she didn't know you were coming to town. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Maybe it was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. In her defense, she just didn't yeah. care. Yeah. 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 yeah, she doesn't care about <laughs> things. <laughs> there is that. Well, I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me in your well, fine city. It's, it's been a lot, three years, so I don't even know what's I going on. I know. I'm worried oh, about yeah. asking inappropriate questions. because you know, you, Feel free. You know what I mean? Like, so no, you, God's judging for hour two. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Inappropriate questions. Yeah, that ought to be interesting. There's no doubt about it. No, it's great to have you because it's been three years. Yes, since I've seen God. Yeah. Wow. This is, what a life we've all so lived. So what are you in town for? <laughs> all right. No, all right. So I've come for an NFT conference. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Now he's doing the fake money. No, no, this is the bad time to come in for that with yeah. cryptocurrency that's, taking it, massive nosedives. You're exactly right. So it's like everyone is going to be broke. There. Right. Because, <laughs> so you can get because, really good deals so, on NFTs. Yeah, that's right. not good. I, I, so, this is what I, I have so many yeah. questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm happy to answer them. Yeah. How do yeah. you know about NFTs? I, 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 exactly. That's why it's going yeah. to a conference. That's right. Go, yeah. But it's going to turn, it'll turn into a marketing conference, I think, in the end. Oh, because okay. everyone, the NFTs have all gone downhill. So. Yes. They sure have. Yeah, and um, and I, I'm scared to even check the NFTs that I purchased to actually attend this conference. But I will do that live on air, and we'll do a we'll do a check to see if I'm. Please tell broke. me you're the biggest holder of bored monkey portraits. <laughs> no, 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 not one of those. <laughs> but, but I got a good one. This, this one, I I just wanted to go. This it's Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you're f- familiar with this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a New Jersey guy, and he's become this massive you know, business. Advice, motivational guy. He hates being called a motivational speaker, but uh, good guy, positive energy. And last year he sold NFTs around a conference. So the NFTs mm. essentially is your ticket to the conference, mm. right? Which okay. I think there's value in that. Like if you go to a rock concert and you buy an NFT or a ticket to the conference and the ticket is an NFT, mm-hmm. then you can hold that NFT for 100 years and sell it. And because yeah, people sell. If you remember Tickets. that you have it. That's in right. If you remember the password or whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's the concept. And I like this guy and I've been taking his stuff for free for 10 years. So I bought two NFTs for like, you know, 1500 bucks each because it's three, you know, three years of a conference. 1500 bucks so each? Yeah. We'll yep. be back with a sucker yes. is born yeah. every minute right after this. <laughs> well, this, Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, this, and he sold uh, thousands, uh, 10,000 of these. Oh, yeah. He made a fortune. Yeah, he's very smart. He made a fortune. And um, $15 million. Dollars. Yeah, That's pretty yeah, good. And, and, and then, and he's got to pay for the conference and everything, whatever. Um, but the price of those NFTs at one stage went to about... Forty thousand dollars each. Oh God! Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah, and I never sold. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I haven't checked. But anyway, I'm here. It's got me to you guys, so I'm not. You know, I know. Right, I, we I, we got to take a oh, break yeah, we here. Do. We got to come okay. back with that second hour. Yes. Brad Blanks getting <laughs> screwed out of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely a perfect hour coming up next. Right.